Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey listeners, it's Phil Mackey. We're talking Minnesota sports five days a week on Mackey and Jeb with Rami. Available on Apple, Spotify, the Score North app, or anywhere else you find podcasts. If you're tight on time today and you can only listen to one segment from today's show, here it is. Twins general manager Thad Levine joins us here on Mackey and Judd with Rami. And we we want to get to the important question right off the bat. All right. Are you sitting down? I'm actually standing up. Should I sit down? Well, we're just. I, I was downloading the app. Okay, perfect. Because it's free. Why not? Yeah, give it a five-star right. review for for us, too, if you could, Thad. <laughs> Be great. Um, are you, uh, have you been bumped from the, uh, the, 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 main, the main seats up there in the front of the room, Thad? Where, where were you today? We, were, we missed your, was, we missed your uh, presence was, up there. I was in attendance. Uh, same with everybody. We, we, uh, we decided to not flood the front. Uh, felt that uh, the main star of the show was going to be uh, Josh Donaldson, as he was. Uh, we didn't need to flank him with too many uh, too many people up there. So, yeah, no, it was a great great event. I thought Josh did a tremendous job representing himself and speaking from the heart. I was sold on the guy watching that press conference. What sold you guys on him? That not only is is he a player you want as part of the organization. But at the age of 34, you're committing to four years of this guy. What what brought you guys to to the point where you were so sure that you were willing to make that investment and that commitment? Well, I, you know, I think we've talked about this in the past, and I, and I think this may be the first instance where our actions have backed up our words, which is to say that we are going to always be in the market for understanding what the acquisition costs will be for impact players, and we certainly view Josh Donaldson that way. But one thing that I think we feel we have to be mindful to is making sure we, we get two things right. One is the who, and, and the second thing is the when. And I think because of how the team performed last year, the strides that we saw it take, uh, because of the dynamic right now in the American League Central we felt like the when was was more pressing this offseason than it had been in the previous two. And so then we were left to really evaluate the who, and the, the who for us, just the criteria was who, who could really elevate this team. And that was a pretty high bar to, to achieve because we feel this team uh, was very strong last year and was, was poised to strike again in 2020. Uh, there was a finite number of free agents that we truly believed had the chance to elevate this team, Josh Donaldson, was certainly prominent on that list. Uh, and we think that he has the ability to be a guy who really has a significant impact on our young core of players. I, I think we started to see that last year with the infusion of veterans like Marlon Gonzalez and Nelson Cruz. I think we're doubling down on that investment this offseason, not only with Josh Donaldson, but bringing back guys like Sergio Romo, 
uh, Jake Odorizzi, and then adding guys like Tyler Clippard and and Rich Hill, guys who have won in other places, guys who played in the playoffs. Uh, I think we feel as if we've effectively escalated that urgency to win, uh, which is a great dynamic to surround young, young, highly talented players with. Ted, what does uh, Josh bring to, because you, you talk about the veterans in that clubhouse now, and it seemed like... It seemed like Cruz just has the it factor, and he's a laid-back guy, but he goes about his business, and people follow, and that's fantastic. Just in watching Josh today, though, there's an intensity there that almost reminds me more of a hockey player than a baseball player. What does that type of competitor bring? Because the one thing I will say is I went away from that press conference saying when it comes to Josh Donaldson, there's really no BS here. Yeah, I, I think I think last year when we got to the playoffs, the sentiment around the league was, "Oh, it's cute that the the little little, little twins are in the playoffs. That's that's great. You're a fun team to root for." Uh, and I think that's you know we were an endearing story. A lot of great personalities. I don't think when we get back to the playoffs, people will be speaking of us quite the same way, and that will be in large regard to Josh Donaldson. I think he's going to bring an edge and a conviction to this team that even belies some of the guys that, that are here. And, and I think as a result, uh, we may no longer be the most popular team in the league. Teams may be more inclined uh, to outwardly fear playing us rather than uh, lauding how, how great it is to see us do well. And I, I think that's one of the things he's going to bring. I think he's going to bring a real clear and demonstrative edge. He talked about it today. He really enjoys simplified it. He said, I really enjoy winning, and I really don't enjoy losing. And I think he's going to embody that on a day-to-day basis. Thad Levine, Twins GM with us here. I'm Mackie and Jeb with Rami. Where, what is, because you know, he definitely is an agitator. One of our guys, Glenn Perkins, got into a notable altercation with him five years ago that they've since uh, patched up. Was but, Perk crazy, by the way? I wouldn't have agitated that guy. I don't know, man. I think I think, I think Perk, Perk with that sneaky lefty southpaw. <laughs> you know, you never get caught off guard with that thing. But, you know, is there is there is there another side to his clubhouse presence that you've had to discuss, too? When uh, Rocco and I spent some time with him on the phone, I think one of the things that jumped out, and he mentioned it briefly here in the press conference today, was how desirous he is of giving back to the game lessons that he feels like he's learned from veterans, from coaches, and really just from hard knocks in life throughout the course of his career. And and he talked about it openly on the phone, how he wants to have an imprint on the organization and leave a legacy here uh, up and down the organization. And he talked about wanting to talk to scouts, uh, amateur scouts, and to find out what they're looking for in amateur players and help guide them in their pursuits. He talked about wanting to spend time on the minor league side in spring training, talking to players such as they wanted to spend time with him. He talked about the fact that some of the most rewarding experiences he's had in the game recently is in spring training when uh, the young young rookie is in camp, uh, the guy who may be slated to start at high A, double A, or triple A, and trying to take him under his wing and, and teach him some of the lessons he's learned so that that person could accelerate their own path to development. So I think those are the things that you see more behind the scenes. I think the intensity is something he wears on his sleeve every day. I think his passion to help uh, other people is something that you may need to get a little bit behind the scenes to see because I don't think he's quite as public with that. But I think that was another element that we believe Josh will 
will meaningfully impact this franchise. Thad, I know you're not on Twitter unless you have a burner account, but what do you say to the Twins fan who, when Judd or Phil or I tweet out our happiness with the signing of Josh Donaldson, they say, yeah, that's great, but where's that impact pitching they were talking about when the offseason started? I I would just say this, that, uh, you know, I think our obligation to the fans is to never just to have one plan. Uh, because we don't have the unilateral ability to make sure that that singular plan comes to fruition. So we will commit to always being creative, and we're always going to be thinking of the next opportunity. And I think that is one of the more fruitful elements of the partnership that Derek and I have, is we are almost never both working on the same thing. We're always working on different things. So even as we're pursuing something that's prominent the other guy is pursuing something equally as prominent that we can constantly weigh uh, the benefits of that deal and the acquisition costs of each deal uh, against one another and so uh, did we pursue pitching early in the offseason absolutely uh, do we feel good about having signed Jake Odorizzi bringing back Michael Pineda adding Rich Hill adding Homer Bailey Tyler Clippard Sergio Romo, I think we definitely feel very solid about that. At some point in this season, that's going to represent six of our 13 pitchers on our pitching staff. I would hazard guess not too many teams have added more pitching in the offseason than we've had. Uh, we pursued big names. This is the first we're landing. We're ecstatic about it. Uh, I do think, uh, without trying to be too much tongue-in-cheek, I do think he's going to help our pitchers, similar to when we acquired uh, Jason Castro, when we started here, we felt he was going to have the ability to impact our pitching. I think anytime you bring in a guy who has had gold gloves in the past and is delivering well above average defense in the infield, I do think that helps your, your pitching staff. Uh, but that being said, clearly his impact on this team is going to be more prominently on the run creation side rather than the run prevention side. Both sides of the formula benefit you. You can win, you can win either way. Uh, and so, what maybe plan A turned into plan B that then turned back into plan A, but we're always going to be running plans concurrent here uh, rather than just one singular effort to try to improve the club. So how how much ultimately top-notch starting pitching did you guys pursue before t- uh, turning the path to going after Josh? Well, once again, I mean, I think we, we view bringing back some of the guys we brought back as you know, fulfilling the needs we had. We, we, we had a clear need by having four guys matriculate to free agency. And I think we definitely feel as if we, we, we did pursue those guys and were able to sign them back. I, I think it was widely uh, discussed our, our interest at times on, on guys like Zach Wheeler. Uh, at the end of the day, he chose to go to the Philadelphia Phillies, which we certainly respect his decision. But, uh, you know, we had conversations with a number of guys this offseason. Uh, but at the end of the day, like we, as we've mentioned before, there was just a finite number of pitchers and position players that we truly believe were worthy of a contract of this magnitude. Josh was really towards the top of that list, and we're, we feel very fortunate to have signed him. Where do you feel like this team is in, in the winning cycle compared to, let's say, the beginning of last year or the end of last year? I, I think, you know, getting back to the concept and the plan, you know, when, when we started here, uh, it's easy to say we're, you know, we had a three, four, five-year plan, I think the team lets you know really where you are on that cycle. Otherwise, it's just really on a piece of paper. I think last year, this team told us where they were, and it was uh, you know, certainly a full step ahead of where we anticipated it being. Uh, and I will say, having said all that, I, I do believe we still have the same respect for the Cleveland Indians 
and we know the Chicago White Sox are, are coming as quickly as they can, and then Detroit and Kansas City are you know, clearly down the path of rebuilding, we don't feel entitled to win this division. We feel like we have to go, go out there and prove our, our sense of worth. Uh, if anything, I think one of the success stories from last year was the fact that we never felt entitled. We always felt it was Cleveland's division to lose, and we had to go out there and accomplish something day in and day out. Uh, when two-thirds of the way through the season, Cleveland came back and tied us um, in a series right here on our own ballpark, I think we could have very easily rolled over and conceded. And still the narrative would have been that that was a real nice season for the Minnesota Twins. The fact that we got off the mat, I think, showed us a lot. Uh, hopefully the fans really enjoyed that, showed the resiliency this team had. And I think it's that level of resolve that gives you a lot of confidence to feel you're a little bit further down the path of winning in that cycle than maybe you otherwise would have thought. But for that fact, we would have never presented to ownership our desire to pursue somebody of the ilk of Josh Donaldson at the contract level that he would demand uh, if we didn't believe that the window is wide open right now for this team to excel. That Josh, that definitely strengthens you at third. What, what's the plan to pretty quickly transition and make Miguel a, uh, a competent everyday first baseman? Miguel is has been a very, very committed partner this offseason. Uh, the rumors, as you guys can recall, the rumors surrounding our interest level in Josh Donaldson uh, far preceded our actual signing of Josh Donaldson. And uh, Miguel Alvarez is Miguel Sano's agent. And Miguel Alvarez shot us a note the minute he saw the the trade rumor and said, should I start working Miguel out at first base? He works very closely with him in the Dominican Republic. And so uh, prior to us signing Josh Donaldson, and really, regardless of whether we, we landed him or not, Miguel Sano started the exercise of trying to improve his defense at first base. And so I think this has been an ongoing process. Miguel Sano was very gracious. Uh, we talked to him prior to the acquisition, made sure he felt comfortable with it. Uh, and he was, he's all, he, you know, he reiterated, I'm all about winning. However, we do that. You can play me anywhere in the field. Uh, you know, heretofore, he's only ever played first base sparingly. And I don't know that we've ever seen the best of what he can bring defensively over there. He's going to need to apply himself without question. Uh, it's a tough position, and it's going to be, by and large, a new one for him. Uh, but he has really started to invest heavily uh, down in the Dominican, working out daily uh, at first base, and I think that's going to pay dividends. I just saw a video on Miguel's Instagram account yesterday. He's in full Twins workout gear, like running up mountains in the Dominican Republic. I don't, I don't know if they're blaring so Rocky music my or winter. what's happened. That's exactly what Judd does to prepare for every <laughs> radio season. Yeah. Well, I, I just told I just told Rod McCormick, our, our equipment manager, today that uh, when Miguel was in here last week for his uh, announcement of his deal, I couldn't help but notice that he had an empty duffel bag and went back into the equipment room and chilled it up. So it must have been. The gear. It's <laughs> all your gear. Got taken. Amazing. Uh, that's Twins general oh. manager Thad Levine. Hey, one more thing before we before we let you go and say goodbye. How do you like the sound of a sweet crack of the bat, Thad? Oh, it's delicious. It, no, nothing. Swing and drive. First pitch. It's two to nothing. The rain has come again. High fly ball. Oh, Deep oh, left oh, field. Donaldson to left and hit an absolute ton. Oh, my goodness. Oh, man. 
Thad, I don't know how much you have to do with the TV production, but if you can get Target Field mic'd up to sound like that last home run, oh my God. Donaldson to left that's and gonna, hit an absolute. That will exponentially improve the viewing experience for Twins fans. I'm just going to tell you right now. I'm looking forward to a lot of renditions of Purple Rain being played when he hits torrential home runs in, in the stadium next year. Amazing. Great stuff. Thank right, you, Thad. Thad. Appreciate you. We'll talk soon. Thanks for having me on, guys. All right, that is Twins General Manager Thad Lee. All right. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone.